uh, here is part two of U.S. President number 44, Barack Obama. Environmental Policy. On September 30, 2009, the Obama administration proposed new regulations on power plants, factories, and oil products in an attempt to limit greenhouse gas emissions to curb global warming. On April 20, 2010, an explosion destroyed an offshore drilling rig at the Maconda Prospect in the Gulf of Mexico, causing a major sustained oil leak. Obama visited the Gulf, announced a federal investigation, and formed a bipartisan commission to recommend new safety standards after review by Secretary of the Interior Ken Salazar and concurrent congressional hearings. He then announced a six-month moratorium on new deep water drilling permits and leases pending regulatory review as multiple efforts by BP failed. Some in the media and public expressed confusion and criticism over various aspects of the incident and this stated a desire for more involvement by Obama and the federal government. In July 2013, Obama expressed reservations and said he would reject the Keystone XL pipeline if it increased carbon pollution or greenhouse emissions. Obama's advice called for a halt to petroleum exploration in the Arctic in January 2013. On February 24, 2015, Obama vetoed a bill that would have authorized the pipeline. It was the third veto of Obama's presidency and its first major veto. Obama emphasized the conversation of federal off federal lands. During his term in office, he used his power under the Antiquities Act to create 25 new national monuments during his presidency and expand four others, protecting a total of 553 million acres, 224 million hectares of federal lands and waters, more than any other U.S. president. Health care reform. Obama called for Congress to pass legislation reforming health care in the United States, a key campaign plumber and the top legislative goal. He proposed the expansion of health insurance coverage to cover the uninsured to cap premium increases and to allow people to retain their coverage whether they leave or change jobs. His proposal was to spend $900 billion over 10 years and include a government insurance plan, also known as the public option, to compete with the corporate insurance sector as a main component to lowering costs and improving quality of health care. It would also make it illegal for insurers to drop sick people, deny them coverage for pre-existing conditions, and require every American to carry health coverage. The plan also includes medical spending cuts and taxes on insurance companies that offer expensive plans. On July 4, 2009, House Democratic leaders introduced a 2017-page plan for overhauling the U.S. health care system, which Obama wanted Congress approved by the end of 2009 after much public debate during the Congressional Summer Recess of 2009, Obama delivered a speech to a joint session of Congress on September 9th where he addressed concerns over the proposals in March 20, 2009. Obama lifted a ban on using federal funds for stem cell research. On November 7, 2009, a health care bill featuring the public option was passed in the House. On December 24, 2009, the Senate passed its own bill without a public option uh, on a party-line vote of 60-39. On March 21, 2010, the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, ACA, passed by the Senate. In December, it was passed in the House by a vote of 219-212. Obama signed the bill into law on March 23, 2010. The ACA includes health related provisions, and most of which took effect in 2014, including expanding medical eligibility for people making up to 133% of the federal poverty level, FPL, starting in 2014. 
synthesizer insurance pairs of people making up to 400% of the FPL, $88,000 per family at four in 2010, so the maximum out-of-pocket payment for annual premiums will be from 2% to 9.5% of income, providing incentives for businesses to provide health care benefits, prohibiting denial of coverage and denial of claims based on pre-existing conditions establishing health care, health and establishing health insurance exchanges, prohibiting annual coverage caps, and support for medical research according to White House and CBO figures. The maximum share of incomes that enrollees would have to pay would vary depending on their income relative to the federal poverty level. The cost of these revisions are offset by taxes, fees, and cost-saving measures such as new Medicare taxes for those in high income brackets, taxes on indoor tanning, cuts to the Medicare Advantage program in favor of traditional Medicare and fees on medical devices of pharmaceutical companies. There is also a tax penalty for those who do not obtain health insurance unless they are exempt due to low income or other reasons. In March 2010, the CBO estimated that the net effect of both laws will be a reduction in the federal deficit by $143 billion over the first decade. The law faced several legal challenges, primarily based on the argument that an Indo-Amended require Americans to buy health insurance was unconstitutional. On June 28, 2012, the Supreme Court ruled by a 5-4 vote in National Federation of Independent Business versus Subulus that the mandate was constitutional under the U.S. Congress Taxing Authority in Burrow versus Hobby Lobby. The court ruled that closely held profit corporations would be exempt of religious bills under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act from regulations adopted under the ACA that would have required them to pay for insurance that covered certain contraceptives. In June 2015, the court ruled 63 and King v. Bureau that subsidies to help individuals and families purchase health insurance were authorized for those doing soon both in the federal exchange and state exchanges, not only those purchasing plans established by the state as the statute reads. Energy policy. Prior to the June, four, June 2014, Obama offered substantial support for broadly based all of the above approach to domestic energy policy, which Obama has maintained since his first term, and which he last confirmed at a State of the Union speech in January 2014 to a mixed session by both parties. In June 2014, Obama made indications that his administration would consider a shift towards an energy policy more closely tuned to the manufacturing industry and its impact on, <coughs> on the domestic economy. Obama's approach of selecting somebody Obama's approach is likely combining regulation incentive toward two various issues in the domestic energy policy, such as coal mining and oil fracking, has received commentary for not being responsive to the needs of the domestic manufacturing sector, as needed following claims that the domestic manufacturing sector. sector utilizes as much as a third of the nation's available energy resources. <coughs> Gun control. On January 16, 2013, one month after the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting, Obama signed 23 exit orders and outlined a series of sweeping proposals <coughs> regarding gun control. He urged Congress to reintroduce an expired ban on military-style assault weapons such as those used in 
several recent mass shootings and posed limits on ammunition magazines to 10 rounds, introduced background checks on all gun sales, <coughs> passed a ban of, on possession and sales of armor piercing bullets, introduced harsher penalties for gun traffickers, especially unlicensed dealers who buy arms for criminals and approving deployment of the head of the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives for the first time since 2006. On January 5, 2016, Obama announced new actions extending background check requirements to more gun sales in 2016 editorial in the New York Times. Obama compared the struggle for what he termed common sense gun reform to women's suffrage and other civil rights movements in American history. The 2010 midterm elections, Obama called the November 2, 2010 election where the Democratic Party lost 63 seats in and control, in and control of the House of Representatives humbling and shellacking. He said that the results came because not enough Americans had to feel the effects of the economic recovery. Cybersecurity and Internet Policy on November 10, 2014, President Obama recommended the Federal Commission reclassify Reclassify broadband internet service as a cell commission service in order to preserve net, tru- net neutrality. On February 12, 2013, President Obama signed X Order 13636, improving critical infrastructure and cybersecurity. Government mass surveillance in 2005 and 2006, Obama criticized certain aspects of the Patriot for infringing too much on civil liberties and sought as Senator to strengthen civil liberties protections in 2006. He voted to reauthorize a revision, revised reversion of the Patriarch Act, saying the law was not ideal, but that the revised version had strengthened civil liberties. In 2011, he signed a four-year renewal of the Patriarch Act following the 2013 global surveillance led by whistleblower Edward Snowden. Obama condemned the leak as unpatriotic, but called for increased restrictions on the NSA to address violations of privacy. The changes which Obama ordered have been described as modest, however. Foreign policy in February and March 2009, Vice President Joe Biden and Secretary of State Hillary Clinton made this made separate overseas trips to announce new era in U.S. foreign relations with Russia and Europe, using the terms break and reset to signal major changes from the policies of presiding administration. Obama attempted to reach out to Arab leaders by granting his First interview to an Arab satellite TV network, Al Arabia. On March 19th, Obama continued his outreach to the Muslim world, releasing a New Year's video message to the people and government of Iran. In April, Obama gave a speech to in Ankara, Turkey, which was well received by many Arab governments. On June 4, 2009, Obama delivered a speech at Cairo University in Egypt, calling for a new beginning in relation between the Islamic, Islamic world in the United States and promoting Middle East peace. On June 26, 2009, Obama responded to the Iranian government's actions towards protesters following Iran's 2009 presidential election by saying the violence perpetrated against them is outrageous, we see it and we condemn it. While in Moscow on July 7, he responded to Vice President Biden's <coughs> comment on a possible Israeli military strike on Iran by saying we have said directly to the Israelis that it is important to try to resolve this in an international setting and in a way that does not create major conflict in the Middle East. On September 24, 2009, Obama became first sitting president, first U.S. president, first sitting U.S. president to preside over a meeting 
of the United Nations Security Council. In March 2010, Obama took a public stance against plans by the government of Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to continue building Jewish housing projects in predominantly Arab neighborhoods of East Jerusalem. During the same month, an agreement was reached with the administration of Russian President Dmitry Medvedev to replace the 1993 arms reduction treaty with a new pact reducing the number of long-range nuclear weapons in the arsenal of both countries by about a third. Obama Medvedev signed the New START Treaty in April 2010, and the U.S. Senate ratified it in December 2010. In December 2011, Obama instructed agents to consider LGBT rights when issuing financial aid to foreign countries. In August 2013, he criticized Russia's law that discriminates against gays that but he stopped short and advocated a boycott of the upcoming 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. In December 2014, Obama announced that he intended to normalize between Cuba and the United States. The countries respect the intersections in one another's capital upgrade to embassies on July 20, 2015. In March 2015, Obama declared that he had authorized Jewish forces to provide logistical and intelligence support to the Saudis in their military intervention in Yemen, establishing a joint planning cell with Saudi Arabia in 2016. The Obama administration proposed a series of arms deals with Saudi Arabia worth $115 billion. Obama halted the sale of guided munition technology to Saudi Arabia after Saudi war plans targeted a funeral in Yemen's capital, Sana'a, killing more than 140 people. Before leaving office, Obama said German Chancellor Angela Merkel has been his closest international partner throughout his tenure as president. War in Iraq On February 27, 2009, Obama announced that combat operations in Iraq would end within 18 months. His remarks were made to a group of Marines preparing for deployment to Afghanistan. Obama said, let me say this as plainly as I can. By August 31, 2010, our combat mission in Iraq will end. The Obama administration scheduled the withdrawal of combat troops to be completed by August 2010, decreasing troop levels from 142,000 while leaving a transitional force of about 50,000 in Iraq until the end of 2011. On August 19, 2010, the last U.S. combat brigade exited Iraq. Remaining troops transitioned from combat to operations to counter terrorism and training, equipping, and advising. <coughs> Iraqi security forces. On August 31, 2010, Obama announced that the United States combat mission in Iraq was over. On, two, on October 21, 2011, President Obama announced that all U.S. troops would leave Iraq in time to be home for the holidays. In June 2014, following the capture of Mosul by ISIS, Obama sent 200 troops to provide support and security for U.S. personnel and the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. ISIS continued to gain ground and to commit widespread massacres and ethnic cleansing. In August 2014, during the Sinjar massacre, Obama ordered a campaign of U.S. airstrikes against ISIS. By the end of 2014, 3,100 American ground troops were committed to the conflict and 60,000 sorties were flown over the battlefield primarily by U.S. Air Force and Navy pilots. In the early 2015, with the addition of the Panther Brigade of the 82nd Airborne Division, <coughs> the number of U.S. ground troops in Iraq surged to 4,400, 
and by July, American-led coalition air forces counted 44,000 sorties over the battlefield. Or in Afghanistan, early as President Obama moved to bolster U.S. troop strength in Afghanistan, he announced an increase in U.S. troop levels to 17,000 military personnel in February 2009 to stabilize the deteriorating situation in Afghanistan. And he said we had not received the strategic attention direction and resources actually requires he replaced the military commander in Afghanistan, General David D. McKiernan, McKiernan with former Special Forces Commander Lieutenant General Stanley A. McChrystalline, May 2009. Oh, General Stanley A. McChrystal in May 2009, indicating that McChrystal's Special Forces experience would facilitate the use of counter insurgency tactics in the war on December 1, 2009. Obama announced the deployment of an additional 30,000 military personnel to Afghanistan and proposed to begin troop withdrawals 18 months from that date. Took this place in July 2011. David Petraeus replaced McChrystal in June 2010 after McChrystal's staff criticized White House personnel in a magazine article. In February 2013, Obama said the U.S. military would reduce the troop level in Afghanistan from 68,000 to 34,000 U.S. troops by February 2014. In October 2015, the White House announced a plan to keep U.S. forces in Afghanistan indefinitely in light of the deteriorating security situation. Israel. In 2011, the United States vetoed a Security Council resolution <coughs> condemning Israeli settlement and with the United States being the only nation to do so. Obama supports a two-state resolution to the Arab-Israeli conflict based on the 1967 borders with land swaps. Land swaps. In June 2011, Obama said that the bond between the United States and Israel is unbreakable during the initial years of the Obama administration. The U.S. increased military cooperation with Israel, including increased military aid, reestablished of the U.S.-Israeli joint political military group and the defense policy adversary group and an increase in visits among high-level military officials of both countries. The Obama administration asked Congress to allocate money toward funding the Iron Dome program in response to the waves of Palestinian rocket attacks on Israel. In 2013, Jeffrey Goldberg reported that in, in Obama's view with each new settlement Announcement: Netanyahu is moving his country down a path toward near total isolation. In 2014, Obama likened the Zionist movement to the civil rights movement in the United States. He said both movements seek to bring justice and equal rights to historically persecuted peoples. He explained to me being pro-Israel and pro-Jewish is part and parcel with the values that I've been fighting for since I was politically conscious and started getting involved in politics. Obama expressed support for Israel's right to defend itself during the 2001 Israel-Gaza conflict. In 2015, Obama was harshly criticized by Israel for advocating and signing the Iran nuclear deal. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who had advocated the U.S. Congress to oppose it, and said the ideal was dangerous and bad. On December 23, 2016, under the Obama administration, the United States said, <coughs> From United Nations, from United Nations Security Council Resolution 2330, which contained Israeli settlement building in the occupied Palestinian territories as a violation of international law, effectively aligned it to pass 
Netanyahu strongly criticized the Obama administration's actions and the Israeli, Israeli government withdrew its annual dues from the organization, which totaled $6 million on January 6, 2017. On January 5, 2017, the United States House of Representatives voted 342 to 80 to condemn UN resolution. Libya. In February 2011, protests in Libya began against long-term dictator Muammar Gaddafi. As part of the Arab Spring, they soon turned violent in March. Forced lower to Gaddafi advance on rebels across Libya, calls for a no-fly zone came from around the world, including Europe, the Arab League, and our solution, and the resolution passed announced by the U.S. Senate. In response to United passage of the United Nations Security Council Resolution 1973 on March 17, Gaddafi, who had previously vowed to show no mercy to the rebels of Benghazi, announced an intermediate recession of military activity. Yet reports came in that his force continued shelling Misrata. The next day, on Obama's orders, Obama's orders the U.S. military took part in airstrikes to destroy the Libyan government's air defense capability to protect civilians and enforce a no-fly zone, including the use of atomic missiles, <coughs> a B- B-2 Spirit, and fighter jets. Six days later, on March 25th, by unanimous vote of all its 28 members, NATO took, o- took over leadership of the effort dubbed Operation United Protector. Operation Unified Protector, some res- representatives questioned whether Obama had the constitutional authority to order military action in addition to a quest- questioning its cost structure and aftermath. Syrian Civil War On August 18, 2011, months out, several months after the start of the Syrian Civil War, Obama issued a handwritten statement that said, This time has come for President Assad to step aside. This stance was reaffirmed in November 2015. In 2012, Obama authorized multiple programs run by the CIA and the Pentagon to train anti-Assad rebels. The Pentagon run program was later found to have failed as formally founded in October 2015. In the wake of the chemical weapons attack in Syria, formally blamed by the Obama administration on the Assad government, Obama chose not to enforce the red line he had pledged and, rather than authorize a promised military action against Assad, went along with the Russia broker deal that led to Assad giving up chemical weapons However, attacks with chlorine gas continued in 2014. Obama ordered an air campaign aimed primarily at ISIL. Death of Osama bin Laden. Starting with the information from Central, Central Intelligence Agency operatives in July 2010, the CIA did over the next several months that determined that what they believed to be the hideout of Osama bin Laden. He was living in seclusion in a large camp in Abbottabad, Pakistan, a suburban area 35 miles 56 kilometers from Islamabad. CIA head Leon Panada reported this intelligence to President Obama in March 2011. Meeting with his national security advisor over the course of the next six weeks, Obama rejected a plan to bomb the compound, authorized a surgical raid to be conducted by United States Navy SEALs. The operation took place on May 1st, 2011, and resulted in the shooting death of Bin Laden and the seizure of papers, computer drives, and disks from the compound. DNA testing was one of five methods used to positively identify Bin Laden's corpse, which was buried at 
see several hours later, within minutes of the President's announcement from Washington, D.C. Late in the evening of May, on May 1st, there were spontaneous celebrations around the country as crowds gathered outside the White House and at New York City's Ground Zero and Times Square's reaction to the announcement. <coughs> reaction to the announcement was positive across party lines, including the former presidents Bill Clinton and George W. Bush. Iran nuclear talks. On October 1, 2009, the Obama administration went ahead with their Bush administration program increasing nuclear weapons production. The complex modernization initiatives expanded two existing nuclear sites to produce new bomb parts. The administration built new plutonium pits at the Los Alamos lab in New Mexico and expanded enriched uranium processing at the Y-12 facility in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. In November 2013, the Obama administration opened the negotiations with Iran to prevent it from acquiring nuclear weapons, which Included an interim agreement negotiations took two years with numerous delays, with the deal being announced in July 14, 2015. The deal, titled the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, saw the removal of sanctions and exchange for measures that would prevent Iran from producing nuclear weapons, while Obama hailed the agreement as being a step towards a more hopeful world. The deal drew strong criticism from Republican and conservative quarters and from Israeli. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, in addition, the transfer of $1.7 billion in cash to Iran to early after the deal was announced was criticized by the Republican Party. The Obama administration said that the payment of cash was because of the effect of U.S. and international sanctions in order to advance the deal. The Obama administration shielded Hezbollah from the Drug Enforcement Administration's project, Cassandra, investigating regarding investigation regarding drug smuggling and from the Central Intelligence Agency. On a side note, the very, the very same year, in December 2015, Obama started a $348 billion work program to back the biggest U.S. buildup of nuclear arms since Ronald Reagan left the White House. Relations with Cuba spring, Since the spring of 2013, secret meetings were conducted between the United States and Cuba in the neutral locations of Canada and Vatican City. The Vatican first became involved in 2013 with Pope Francis advised the U.S. and Cuba to, to ex- U.S. and Cuba to exchange prisoners as a gesture of goodwill. On December 10, 2013, Cuban President Raul Castro, in a Senate public moment, greeted and shook hands with Obama at the Nelson Mandela at the Nelson Mandela Memorial Service in Johannesburg. In December 2014, at the C- Secondly, it was announced that Obama with Pope Francis as an intermediate had negotiated a restoration of relations with Cuba after nearly six years of detente, popular dubbed the Cuban Thaw. The new republic deemed the Cuban Thaw to be Obama's finest foreign policy achievement. On July 1, 2015, President Barack Obama announced that former diplomatic relations with Cuba and the United States would resume and embassies would be opened in Washington and Havana. The country expected intersections in the Netherlands capitals were upgraded to embassies on July 20th and August 13th, 2015, respectively. Obama visited Havana, Cuba for two days, March in March 2016, becoming the first U.S. U.S. the first sitting U.S. president to arrive since Calvin Coolidge in 1928. Africa. Obama spoke in front of the African Union in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, on July 29, 2015. The first U- sitting U.S. president to do so, he gave a speech encouraging the world to increase 
economic ties via investments and trade with the continent and lauded the progress made in education, infrastructure, and economy. He also criticized the lack of democracy and leaders who refused to step aside discrimination against minorities, LGBT people, religious groups, and ethnicity and corruption. He suggested an intensive democratization and free trade to improve the quality of life for Africans during his July 2015 trip. Obama also was the first U.S. president to ever to visit Kenya, which is all, which is the homeland of his father. Hiroshima speech on May 27, 2006, Obama became the first American president to visit Hiroshima, Japan, 71 years after the U.S. atomic bombing of Hiroshima that ended World War II. Accompanied by Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, Obama paid tribute to the victims of the bombing at the Hiroshima Peace Memorial Museum. Russia. As a Russia's invasion of Crimea in 2014, military intervention in Syria in 2015, and the interference in the 2016 U.S. presidential election, Obama's Russia policy was widely seen as a failure. George Robinson, a former U.K. Defense Secretary and NATO Secretary General, has said Obama had allowed Putin to jump back on the world stage and test the resolve of the West, adding that the legacy of this disaster would last. Cultural and political image. Obama's family history upbringing and Ivy League education differ markedly from those of African American politicians who launched their careers in the 1960s through participation in the civil rights movement. Expressing puzzlement over questions about whether he is black enough, Obama told an August 2007 meeting of the National Association of Black Journalists that we're still locked in this notion that if you appeal to white folks, then, you must be, then there must be something wrong. Obama acknowledged his useful image in the October 2007 campaign speech. I wouldn't be here if, time and again, the torch had not been passed to a new generation. Obama frequently referred to as an exceptional orator during his pre acknowledgement transition period and continuing into his presidency. Obama delivered a series of weekly internet video addresses and his speeches as president. Obama did not make more overt references to the racial issues than his president. As president, but according to one study, he influenced stronger policy action on behalf of African Americans than any president since the Nixon era. Presidential approval ratings, according to the Gallup organization, Obama began his president with a 68% approval rating before gradually declining for the rest of the year and eventually bombing, bottoming out at 41% in August 2010. A trend similar to Ronald Reagan and Bill Clinton's first years in office, he experienced a small poll bounce shortly after the death of Osama bin Laden on May 2nd. 2011, his balance lasted until around June 2011 when his approval numbers dropped back to where they were previously. His approval has rebounded around the same time as his re-election in 2012, with polls showing an average job approval of 52% shortly after his second inauguration, despite overall upset, despite approval rates dropping to 39% in late 2013 due to the ACA rollout, they climbed to 50% in January 2015, according to the Gallup. Polls show strong support for Obama in other countries before and during his presidency in the February 2009 polls conducted in Western Europe and the U.S. by Harris Initiative Interactive for France 24 and the International Herald Tribune. Obama's reigned as the most respected world leader as well as the most powerful. In a similar poll conducted by Harris in May 2009, Obama was rated as the most popular world leader as well as one of the most as one figure most people would pin their hopes on for pulling the world out of the 
economic downturn. Obama won Best Spoken World Album Grammy Awards for abridged audio versions of Dreams from My Father in February 2006 and for The Audacity of Hope in February 2008. His concession speech after the New Hampshire primary was set to music by independent artists as the music video Yes We Can, which was viewed 10 million times on YouTube in its first month. And received a three-time Emmy Award in December 2008 and, and in 2012, the Time Magazine named Obama as its Person of the Year. The Tuesday award, awarding was for historic candidacy and election, which Time described as a steady march of seemingly impossible accomplishments. On May 25, 2011, Obama became the first, Amer first President of the United States to address both houses of the UK Parliament in Westminster Hall, London. This was only the fifth occurrence since the start of the 20th century of a head of states being extended this invitation following Charles de Gaulle in 1960 and Nelson Mandela in 1996, Queen Elizabeth II in 2000 and <coughs> 2010. Extraordinary efforts to strengthen international diplomacy and cooperation between peoples. Obama accepted this award in Oslo, Norway on December 10, 2009 with deep gratitude and great humility. The award drew a mixture of praise and criticism from world leaders and media figures. Obama's peace prize was called a stunning surprise by the New York Times. He became the fourth U.S. president to be awarded the Nobel Peace Prize and third to become a Nobel laureate while in office. Oh, no. Obama's Nobel Prize was, has been viewed skeptically in, in subsequent years, especially as the director of the Nobel Institute, Gary Long, said that Obama's peace prize did not have the desired effect. Post-presidency 2017 to present, Obama's president ended at noon on January 20, 2017, immediately following the inauguration of his Republican Senator Donald Trump. After his inauguration, Obama listed off on executive one, circled the White House and flew to Joint Base Andrews. The family currently rents a house on Cole, Kayla Rammer, Washington, D.C. On March, 7, on March 2, 2017, the John F. Kennedy President Library and Music Award, the annual profile and courage award to Obama for his enduring commitment to democratic ideals and elevated the standard of political courage. In his first public appearance out of office, of Obama appeared at a seminar at the University of Chicago on April 24th. This seminar was aimed at the engagement with a new generation as well as an appeal for their participation in politics. On May 4th, three days ahead of the French presidential election, Obama publicly endorsed centrist Emmanuel Macron over right-wing populist Marine Le Pen. He appeals to people's hopes and not their fears, and I enjoyed speaking to Emmanuel recently to hear about his independent movement and his vision for the future of France, Macron went on to win the election. While in Berlin, on May 25th, Obama made a joint public appearance with Chancellor Angela Merkel, where he stressed inclusion of four leaders to question themselves. Obama, having been formally invited to Berlin while still in office as part of an effort to boost Merkel's re-election re campaign, Obama traveled to Kensington Palace in England and met with Prince Harry on May 20th, 2017. Obama tweeted afterward that the two discussed the foundations and offered condolences in the wake of the Manchester Arena bombing that occurred five days prior. 
As the President announced his draws of the United States for the Paris Agreement on June 1st, Obama released a statement disagreeing with the choice, but even in the absence of American leadership, even as the this administration is a small handful of nations that reject the future. I'm confident our cities and businesses will step up and do even more to lead the way and help protect the future generations, uh, the one planet we've got. As the Senate Republicans revealed the Better Care Reconciliation Act after of 2007, the discussion draft of health of, of a health care bill to replace the Affordable Care Act on June 22nd, Obama list. A video post calling the bill a massive transfer of wealth, middle class, and poor families to the richest people in America on September 19th while delivering the keynote address at Goalkeepers. Obama admitted his frustration with Bubba's backing a bill that would raise costs, <coughs> a bill that would raise costs, reduce coverage, and roll back protections for older Americans and people with pre existing conditions. After Attorney General Jeff Sessions announced the termination of the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals DACA program on September 5th, Obama released a Facebook post to criticize the decision. Two days later, he partnered with former President Jimmy Carter, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and George W. Bush to work with One America Appeal to help the victims of Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma in the Gulf Coast and Texas communities. Obama hosted an inaugural summit of the Obama Foundation. In Chicago, October 31st, Obama intended for the foundation to be the central focus of his post-presidency and part of his ambitions for subsequent activities following his presidency to be more consequential to his time in office. Obama has also been working on a presidential memoir in a reported $65 million deal with Penguin, Ring, Penguin Random House. Obama went on an international trip from November 28th to December 10th. Second, 2011, visit China, India, and France. And China delivered remarks at the Global Alliance at SEM Summit in Shanghai and met with Chinese President Xi Jinping in Beijing. He then went to India where he spoke <coughs> at the Hindu Stand Times Leadership Summit for a meeting with Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi over lunch. In addition, he held a town hall for young leaders. Organized by the Obama Foundation, he also met with the Dalai Lama while in New Delhi. He ended his five-day trip in France where he met with French President Emmanuel Macron and former President Francois Hollande and Paris Mayor Alan Hidalgo and then spoke at an invitation-only event touching on climate issues. In May 2018, Obama criticized President Trump's decision to withdraw from the nuclear deal with Iran under the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, saying the deal was working and it was in U.S. interests. Barack and Michelle Obama signed a deal on May 22 that they produced docu-series documents and features for never under the Obama's newly formed production kind of higher ground production. On the deal, Michelle said, I have always believed in the power of storytelling to inspire us to make us think differently about the world around us and to help us Open our minds and hearts to others. Higher Grounds first film, American Factory, won the Academy Award for Best Documentary feature in 2020. A package contained a pipe bomb was sent to Obama's home in Washington, D.C. on October 24, 2018. The package was intercepted by the Secret Service during routine mail screaming. Similar packages were sent to several other Democratic leaders, mostly those who voiced strong objections to the policies of Donald Trump and to the CNN. Debbie Wasserman Schultz was addressed as the sender of the package. On August 26, 2018, Cesar Sayak was arrested and faced five federal charges in Manhattan carrying an 
a combined maximum sentence of 48 years behind bars in relation to the pipe bombs. He was sentenced to a maximum 20 years in prison on August 2019. In 2019, Barack Michelle Obama bought a home at Martha's Vineyard from Whit Grusbeck on April 4, on April 4, 2020. Obama endorsed his former Vice President Joe Biden for president in the 2020 election. In May 2020, Obama criticized President Trump for his handling of the coronavirus pandemic, calling his response to the crisis an absolute chaotic disaster. Trump retaliated by accusing Obama of having committed the biggest political crime in American history, though here he refused to say what he was talking about, telling reporters, you know what the crime is, the crime is very obvious to everybody. On May 16, 2020, Obama delivered two commencement speeches on behalf of the graduate youth who were notable to go there to go to their physical graduation summit due to who were not able to go to their physical graduation summit due to the COVID-19 pandemic. His first speech was for part of the video stream online program Show Me Your Walk HBCU edition virtual commencement. In his address, he spoke about systemic systemic racism, touching on both the coronavirus pandemic, the shooting death of Ahmad Arbery, and the fight to stay politically active, saying the fight for equality, equality and justice begins with awareness, empathy. Passion, even righteous anger. Don't just activate yourself online. Changes require strategy, action, organizing, marching, and voting in the real world like never before. His his next commencement address was a part of a national televised event titled "Graduate Together: America Honors the High School Class of 2020," which aired on NBC. Legacy, job growth during the president presidency of Obama compared to other presidents measured as cumulative percentage change from month to month. Change from month after inauguration to end of his term. Obama's most significant legacy is generally considered to be the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act (PPACA), provisions of which went into effect from 2010 to 2020. Many attempts by Senate Republicans to repeal the PPACA, including a skinny repeal, have thus far failed. Together with the Healthcare and Education Reconciliation Act amendment to it represents the U.S. healthcare system's most regulatory overhaul and expansion of coverage since the passage of Medicare and Medicaid in 1965. Many commentators credit Obama with averting a threatened depression and pulling the economy back from the Great Recession. According to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, the Obama administration created 11.3 million jobs from the month after his first inaugural to the end of his term. In 2010, Obama signed in effect the Dodd-Frank Wall Street reform and Consumer Protection Act passed as a response to the financial crisis of 2007-2008. It brought the most significant changes to financial regulation in the United States since the regulatory reform that followed the Great Depression under Democratic President Franklin D. Roosevelt. In 2009, Obama signed into law the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2000, which contained in it Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act, the first addition to existing federal hate crime law in the United States since Democratic President Bill Clinton signed into law the Church Arson Prevention Act of 1976, the Master Shepherd and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act expanded existing federal hate crime laws in the United States to apply to crimes motivated by a victim's actual or perceived gender, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability, and dropped the that the victim be engaging in a federally protective activity. As President Obama has LGBT rights in 2010, he signed the Don't Ask, Don't Tell Repeal Act, which brought an end to Don't Ask, Don't Tell, 
Mostly in the U.S., armed forces that banned open service from LGBT people. The law went into effect the following year. In 2016, his administration brought it into the ban on transgender people serving openly in the U.S. armed forces. A Gallup poll taken in the final days of Obama's term showed that 68% of Americans believe the U.S. had made progress in the situation of gays and lesbians during Obama's eight years in office. Obama suspended excellent the use of drone strikes against suspected militants and terrorists associated with Al-Qaeda and the Taliban. In 2016, the last terrorist president of the U.S. dropped 26,171 bombs on seven different countries. Obama left about 8,400 8, U.S. troops in Afghanistan, 5,216 in Iraq, 503 in Syria, 133 in Pakistan, 106 in Somalia, ES7 in Yemen, and two in Libya at the end of his presidency. According to Peer Research Center and United States Bureau of Justice Statistics, from December 31, 2009 to December 31, 2015, inmate sentence in U.S. federal custody declined by 5%. This is the largest decline in sentence inmates in U.S. federal custody since Democratic President Jimmy Carter. By contrast, the federal prison population increased significantly under President Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and George W. Bush. Obama left office in January 2017 with a 60% approval rating. A 2018 survey of historians by the American Political Science Association ranked Obama the eighth greatest American president. Obama gained 10 spots from the same survey in 2015 from the Brookings Institution that ranked Obama the 18th greatest American president. Presidential Library The Barack Obama Presidential Center is Obama's planned presidential library. It will be hosted by the University of Chicago and located in Jackson Park on the south side of Chicago. Bibliography Dreams from My Father, 1995, The Audacity Hope, 2006, Of the I Sing, 2010, Audiobooks, 2006, The Audacity Hope, Thoughts on um, Reclaiming the American Dream, read by the author, Random House Audio. Take a listen to this second part on U.S. President number 44, Obama, Barack Obama. Thank you for listening. Have a good week. And stay tuned to the next U.S. President number 45, Donald Trump. Have a good week. Stay safe and thank you for listening.